Welcome to the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Training Podcast for serious-minded, deep-thinking, career-oriented network marketing pros who are sick of the fluff and appreciate the truth. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Now here's your host who has produced over 200 hours of real-world training for the industry, 30-plus years network marketing pro, Dale Calvert. I'm glad you're back. This is Dale Calvert. This is session number five of the MLMHelp.com No Fluff Leadership Development Podcast. I appreciate you being with us. If you haven't had a chance yet, would you please just take two minutes and do me a great favor? Go over to iTunes, do a search for No Fluff Dale Calvert MLM, and leave us your honest feedback on this show. It means more than you know, and I appreciate it greatly. This particular session, we're going to talk about pinnacle MOM leadership. We're going to talk about the six different types of leaders in the network marketing industry. And really, I want to really get into the concept of pinnacle MOM leadership. Now, I... um, I want to give credit where credit is due. Uh, a team member of mine way back, I'm going to say in the 90s, early 90s, uh, gave me an audio by John Maxwell. John Maxwell's probably one of the top three or four teachers in the world just on the concept of leadership and leadership development. And this team member was on John's monthly audio program at the time. And he said, Dale, I heard this, and this is exactly what you've been talking about. And it just – the audio just resonated with me, just really did. I mean I I got it as soon as he started talking about it. And the concept John talked about was pinnacle leadership. And he also – uh, you know, it, 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 we what we ultimately did was we did oh, a few years later we did a conference call with our leadership, our personal leadership team, and I talked about this concept of pinnacle MOM leadership. And actually, right now you can go pinnaclemomleadership.com, dot com, and there's a transcript of the actual conference call that I held with my personal team. And I think we even have the audio of that particular conference call. And what I was really trying to communicate, guys, is you can only go around the country with your big checks and your so long. Okay? Eventually, people are going to understand and know whether you really know what you're doing, whether you really just talk in the talk, or have you really helped other people get where you are. And that was my message to my personal team at the time. And again, these are people that had the path in front of them. Uh, and honestly, it wasn't for 80% of the people, but there was 20% that needed that pinnacle MLM leadership shakeup because what we were seeing was a lot of these people uh and again this was a few years into the program and a lot of their team members 
understood that they were not going to get proper direction from that person, even though they might, they had the top position title in the company. And what was happening is, you know, the top three or four, five people that knew how to develop people and understood team building at the level they should, that every network marketer should, uh, were constantly getting calls and people seeking direction that were outside of their own personal teams because the 20 or 30 percent were not providing the directional leadership that people needed, followed by the coaching, the supporting to get people to a point of delegation, which we've already talked about in previous episodes. So John Maxwell first is the first person I ever heard talk about the concept of pinnacle leadership, the top of top of top of leadership. And pinnacle leaders simply teach others who can turn around and teach others. Uh, it kind of goes back to the Don Falla book we talked about in episode number four. But that's pinnacle leadership. And in network marketing today, we call people leaders with titles. And the reality is titles and the word leadership have nothing to do with each other in most cases. Leadership, as Brian Tracy said, real leaders develop other leaders, not followers. And that's the key. Network marketing needs pinnacle leadership. People that have taught others how to teach others how to teach others. People that are at the top of the leadership game. Not people giving lip service to the concept of leadership, but really, really understand it and are really focused on it and understand that only unified du- systems or duplicatable personality is not. And again, I know I sound like a dead horse, but you know, I've been on the horse for, for, uh, since the mid nineties and the horse died in 2000 and it came back in 2015. So that's, that's the deal guys. And I'm sorry, but I have to believe if you're listening to this session, session number five on pinnacle leadership, you're starting to have the paradigm shift that I hope that you, that you were, that you will have, uh, for the, for your, not just for you, but for your team members and the people that follow them and the people that follow them and the people that follow them and ultimately, uh, the network marketing profession. As I look in it, throughout the industry today, I basically see six type of leaders. The first, and we're going to talk about them. And here's what I want you to know. Some of you will identify yourself as I go through these six types of people. And some people have a combination of the six different characteristics I'm going to talk about. Some people are 80-20, some are 90-10, some are 100% one way. But you're going to see this, and you can look at the leadership within your particular company, and you're going to see these six type of people, these six type of people with leadership titles. And the good news is it doesn't matter which of the six you are. You can still become a pinnacle leadership when you start focusing on systems and not whatever your dominant leadership 
style is of the six that we're going to discuss. So what I want you to know, it doesn't matter what your dominant leadership style is. You can still get people plugged in to the systems that will help them create success because most people that get to the top in the network marketing industry, um, they've got they've got an extra dose of something. One of these six characteristics we're going to talk about, and whatever that extra dose is, most don't have. And again, you we have to focus on the twenty seven percent. We have to not concern ourselves with the 70% other than to love them and give them a copy of The Magic of Thinking Big. But to think we're going to build an organization sending ducks to Eagle School, it's not going to happen. If you get great at developing the 27%, you will create an empire in this industry. Absolutely, positively, no questions asked. And again, I refer to Vince Lombardi many times. You know, the Green Bay Packers only had a few plays, but they ran them to perfection. Everybody knew that they were going to run a, one of the handful of plays, but they knew they couldn't stop them because they perfected it. In network marketing, for those of you that have never seen our webinar at MLMHelp.com, uh, you can do a search for the five core fundamentals of network marketing. There's your answer. You get great at unifying and duplicating and systemizing those five core principles and you pound it into your team and you you monitor it and you direct it and you support it and you coach it. Then ultimately you'll build people that you can delegate to who can turn around and do the same thing and you will build an empire. That's the secret, guys. It is. As we talked about in session four, you must be able to teach Joe how to teach Sally to teach George. That's the deal. And that can only be done through systems. As I look throughout the industry today, I see six types of people. Before I explain those six characteristics, the six dominant types of people that we see in leadership positions in the network marketing industry – the first thing that we all need to understand right now at the time of this recording, if you look at the network marketing industry, you basically see two groups of people. You see people that have been around 10-plus years, and you see people that have been in the industry less than one year. I'm going to say that again because I'm not sure if I've said it on this podcast before. We do so much content training every single week. Sometimes I – forget which point that I drove home on, which conference call that I did for an organization or webinar or podcast. But if you look at the industry right now today in any company, you're going to see two groups of people. Now, I didn't say two groups of – two leaders, two groups of leadership. There's six different leadership, dominant leadership styles that we're going to discuss. But in the the entire companies – you see a lot of 10-plus-year people, and you see a lot of one-year or less people. What does that tell you? 
That's concerning to me. Where's the second wave of leadership? Where's the next wave? Where are they? And I believe that they don't stay around long enough. You don't see a lot of four, five, six-year people because most of these people, they get to a certain level when they realize, you know what, I'm not getting the direction that I need to move forward and duplicate. And therefore, they're off to other business models. Now, I'm not talking about people that leave after their mama says, boo. I'm not talking about the people that quit emotionally and psychologically within the first 72 hours. I'm not talking about the people that quit everything that they ever start within a week after they started. I'm talking about good people. I'm talking about people that were dedicated. I'm talking about people that were on the conference calls. They were on the webinars. They attended the events, the, the corporate events. They, 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 were, they were willing to get off the couch, and they did for a year, two, maybe even three years. But eventually they get to a point where it doesn't make any sense any longer. And you don't see a lot of people that I call future leaders that have been around three, four, five years that will one day lead massive organizations. And the question we should all ask ourselves is why? You know, we've done surveys on this. Uh, this again, this is the kind of stuff that I look at because it's important. It's really, really important. It's important for your future. It's important for the future. Um, of the network marketing profession. So let's get to the six type of people. Number one, I call Mr. or Miss Lovable. Mr. or Miss Lovable. And, you know, a lot of times you, you have couples that are Mr. and Miss Lovable in network marketing organizations. And these are people that love everybody. They 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 don't have a crossword for anybody. They're going to love and support and encourage people. These are the type of people that are greeters when you walk into many churches in the in the world. They're just good people, good-hearted people. They just have a love in their heart for other people. And you see a lot of those people at the top of network marketing companies, and usually they have organizations that absolutely adore them and never want to let them down. Let me say that again. They have organizations that adore them and don't want to let them down. And the reality is people take action for their reasons, not for other people's reasons. And a lot of Mr. and Ms. Lovables have organizations full of great people that love them and adore them who don't want to let them down. So they hang out and they hang around, but they aren't moving forward because Mr. and Ms. Lovable got to the top because they just love people. And ladies and gentlemen, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But if Mr. and Ms. Lovable would implement systems into their 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 approach with people uh they could maximize their true potential within the network marketing industry and there's a lot of Mr and Miss lovables in this industry but you know what honestly honestly there's not as many as there used to be but they're still there every company's full of them has a lot of them I would say that at one point 
in network marketing history. Uh, that that this was probably the well, it wasn't maybe the dominant, but there was a lot of people like that. They just loved the camaraderie. They loved the people, and they they always encouraged people. Uh, the concept of telling people what they needed to hear really doesn't enter their mind because they're afraid they might upset somebody. Leadership must love people enough to tell them what they need to hear, not necessarily what they want to hear. And you can do that in a very kind, lovable way. But people need direction. Yes, they need love, and probably they need love more than they need anything in this world, around the world. Very important. But we're talking about developing teams. We're talking about providing leadership. And if Again, if you're going to error, this is probably the best place to error. And, you know, when when I have the opportunity to speak at different organizations and different Super Saturday events and corporate events around the country, I love Mr. and Ms. Lovable like everybody else does. But – and I look at their organization and their organization loves them too. But usually, their organization is there, not because they're working towards their personal goals and dreams and desires. They're there because they love Mr. and Ms. Lovable. Number two, second type of person we see, I call them the Elvises. The Elvises always usually, when someone continually continually okay uh, continually talks about it's not about them that's an indicator it's usually about them now i think great leaders understand especially in the network marketing industry that it's not about them but i've seen people come on stage and they say it's not about me and they don't say it once they say it 10 times during a 20-minute talk, there, there are people in this industry that are driven by recognition and people that are driven by being Elvis, by being recognized. They have a thirst that can never be fulfilled. It can never be quenched. Seen it, experienced it, observed it for over 30 years in this industry. People that need to be Elvis, they need to be the center of attention. They, they need that recognition, have something inside them that they really should deal with. They really should deal with, and 90% of them, 90%, if you, if you try to have this conversation with them, they don't see it within themselves. They don't. It's clear to everybody else, but they don't see it. Um.
but you see a lot of Elvises in the network marketing industry. Number three, money-motivated people. And I think it goes beyond money. It goes to a level of greed. Greed. Before we continue, let me just back up just for a second and say all of us as individuals, we as individuals, if you look at people, and a lot of times, you know, you'll, uh, you know, be flipping through the news in Atlanta and, you know, somebody got arrested for something and usually, you know, it's not, you know, maybe they were breaking into cars was the most recent thing I remember is, you know, a young guy, 21 years old, was breaking into cars and they had his mom on TV and his mama said, yeah, you know, he's had some trouble and he's had some challenges, but he's got such a good heart. And you know what? I, I believe that mama's probably right. But it's almost worn like a badge of entitlement because they have such a good heart. So, so let's talk about the three focuses. People are – some people are money-focused. They're very greedy. You know, and, and some people are very greedy. Some people are just money-focused. But what drives most people? Money – some people have a money focus, and when they're talking to people about the business, you can almost see the dollar signs in their eyes when they're speaking. And people can tell – they don't think they can, but normally people can tell if somebody is just only focused on extracting as much money from them as they possibly can. At some point, people see that and they know that. It's not something you can hide. Other people, when they're talking to people, they're survival-focused. They're trying to pay the daggone light bill. Like a dog smells fear, people can tell when people are are survival-focused. And the third type of person is value-focused. And value-focused people understand it's not about them. It's about what the opportunity can mean for that person and their family. And truly value-focused people do awesome in this industry. And when you're communicating, you're either communicating from a value-focused standpoint, a greed-focused standpoint, or survival-focused standpoint. Now, there's some people that were survival-focused and Value-focused people can become survival-focused. Very few times when you see value-focused people become greed-oriented or money-motivated. doesn't happen very often. does happen sometimes. It's ruined a lot of people. So let's go back to the three types of people, greed. If you've never seen an episode of American Greed, it's the same story over and over and over with different characters. You know, it's fascinating to me to, that people can steal money from their own relatives in order to get a bigger yacht. Again, I believe that the negative emotions that drive people are hard to quench. They're hard to ever satisfy when people are 
focused on being Elvis, getting recognition, or focused from a greed standpoint about getting a bigger, faster car, bigger, faster whatever. Uh, and again, I'm not against going through a toy stage. I've talked about that. I think everybody should go through a toy stage and get it out of their system. And again, we've talked about that in other trainings and other sessions. Toys are fine. You know, get it out of your system and then start investing in income generating assets. But go through a toy stage. I mean, I flew my family first class to Hawaii and stayed in the Ritz Carlton for two weeks and I would do it again. Okay. So go through the toy stage. You know, I've driven, you know, I've had two Dodge, two Dodge Vipers in the garage at the same time, which was overkill. Uh, I didn't mean for that to happen, but that's another story. But I mean, it's okay to go through a toy stage, but some people get our, our greed brought them in the program and greed keeps them in the program and they operate from a point of greed and that can never be fulfilled. And you can look at any company and you'll see people that are at the top and for them, it real, no matter what they say, you know, most of these people say the right things, but you can tell by their actions and when they're unguarded where their motivation's really coming from. The fourth type of person is Mr. or Mrs. High Credibility. And Mr. or Mrs. High Credibility are kind of in the same boat as Mr. and Miss Lovable. Uh, a lot of times, Mr. and Mrs. High Credibility, maybe, you know, they're a little bit different because usually they're a lot more direct with people. A lot of Mr. and Mrs. High Credibility have been successful in traditional businesses. Uh, they usually have credibility in their community, which is how they get their organization moving forward. And you see a lot of people that are just credible people. There's a lot of good people, just good, credible people that that you believe and that tell the truth. And, you know, they may not always tell people what they really need to hear, but they're not going to lie to people. They're credible. So you see a lot of Mr. and Mrs. High Credibility people in the network marketing industry at the top of different organizations. The fifth type is Mr. and Mrs. Personal Development. Their life's been changed by personal growth and personal development. And some people think their lives have been changed, but the Mr. and Mrs. Personal Development know their life's been changed. They they not just listen for enjoyment. They listen to a point of developing a hunger for wisdom of the ages principles. I've experienced it. I've seen it happen in many, many other people over the years. You know, we had a lot of people – when we first started, you know, we've always usually had some kind of CD of the month program for people that we've worked with, either through building personal organizations or through training. It's, I just believe in the concept of turning your automobile into a university on wheels. I believe in it. I experienced it. And a lot of people, when we were building teams, you know, we, we put real positive peer pressure on people intentionally to be on the, we called it tape of the month program. Okay. And, it was very sequential. Like many of you that are on our personal MLMtrainingclub.com, you're part of that program. You know, we didn't put pressure on you because it was a conscious choice. 
because, you know, we have people from all over the world and multiple companies uh, that are part of that program because it's their own personal desire to learn, grow, and turn their automobile into a university. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably have that hunger to learn as well. Podcast listeners, uh, there's no pressure on you to listen to this today. There's no pressure on you to buy a personal development program. But in the network marketing industry, you can create a culture. You can, and we did. You create a culture where tape of the month is expected if you're going to be a leader in the industry, a leader in our company. And it was expected. And we did put positive peer pressure peer pressure on people. But you know what I saw happen to people over the years? They got the tape every month because they were supposed to. And no, it wasn't a profit center for us. We actually, when we were doing this building our team, we sent out two audio cassettes for $5 a month. It was $30 a year to be a member. So it was, you know, it wasn't like we were trying to sell tapes to, to make money and to get wealthy off of tools. That was never, it was always about building people, always has been, always will be. But I, what I saw happen over that time period is a lot of people got the tapes just because they were supposed to, and then they decided, you know, one day to listen, and then they listened to again, and then they listened to another one. And I've seen people develop the hunger over years, over the years, the hunger for personal development, the hunger for the good, the clean, the pure, the positive, the wisdom of the ages. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. I, I, I know it's, it's a real thing that happens internally within people. And you see a lot, of, not a lot, we should see a lot more honestly than we do, but we do see people. Probably if you look at your organization, you look at your company, you look at the top leaders in the company, there's probably two or three that are all about personal growth, personal development in every company. And then the sixth type of person that you see in today's network marketing world, which you did not see uh, when I started, is at one point I would call it Mr. and Mrs. Internet Marketer. And that um, – then I would say it was um, Mr. and Mrs. – and the Internet Marketing people basically understood develop email list and promote your program through email. That was, you know, and, you know, some of the early internet marketers were just, quite frankly, spammers. Okay, those people have now realized that, you know, that didn't really work. So then you kind of, you, you kind of saw a shift to, um, attraction marketing. And if you want to see, Thousands of people that drank that Kool-Aid, the traction marking Kool-Aid, become the – we're going to show you how to become the the hunted instead of the hunter and blah, blah, blah and blah, blah, blah. And again, as we've talked about in the past, when people start looking for quicker, faster, easier ways to do things, there's always unintended consequences. I don't think some many of the early – Attraction marketing people were trying – I think they really were trying to help people do things quicker, faster, and easier. I really believe that. But we see – we can all see evidence of what's happened. Um, 
go on YouTube and type in MLM consultant, home business consultant, attraction marketing, and you're going to see hundreds, really thousands of people that did two or three videos trying to teach people how to do that, which they've never done, so they could be the hunted instead of the hunter, and today are no longer in the industry. They're no longer in the business. They're gone. They're gone. That wasn't the secret. That wasn't the answer. Uh, But attraction marketing has now turned into social media experts. And again, there's nothing wrong with email marketing. There's nothing wrong with uh, attraction marketing activities. There's nothing wrong with understanding and implementing social media in your business model. But if I, as I've said many times, this industry is a lot more than just getting people in. It's about keeping them in and helping them move forward. And it's about wisdom of the ages, success principles, which we've talked about many times. And it's about helping people understand that you know, some things just don't happen quick, fast, and easy. And sometimes we have to expand our comfort zone. And successful people many times are willing to do the uncomfortable long enough until it becomes comfortable. And success pe- successful people many times are willing to do what most people are not willing to do so they can do for the rest of their life, but most people can't. And that's the truth. That's the reality. That's wisdom of the ages. It's it's the way it is. And to try to shortcut that, you end up with unintended consequences. I know people all over this industry and in multiple companies. I know people in the beginning that – you know. And, and when Twitter first came out, we, we had a little software program that I set up over a weekend and it generated 1500 2500 dollars a month just in affiliate commissions, not from network marketing but from uh, CPA offers and other affiliate marketing models and it worked flawlessly into Twitter changed some of the way they did things and it's never worked since. Uh, There was people that built huge presence on MySpace. You you remember – that was the name of it, MySpace? One of the first social meet before Facebook. Uh, there's people that have built uh, a few years ago before Facebook at a time when Facebook used to show all your messages to all your followers or friends. You know, now the latest statistics I've seen is like, you know, less than 15 percent of the people following people on Facebook even see their messages. Uh, but there was a time when it was 100 percent. And and there's people that built unbelievable organizations just with that one social media platform who have gotten themselves in a situation because technology has changed to where they don't know how to really build teams and duplicate at this point. 
And guys, I could give you example after example. I mean, this goes way back to voicemail, fax machines, fax on demand. You've seen people, when people build their business around specific technology, the technology always changes. And to become a network marketing professional, you must master lead generation as many different ways as you possibly can to create leads for your business. When you start dependent upon one technology, it's going to change. So you have a lot of companies even that were built solely around social media that today their penetration in the marketplace is nowhere what it once was because algorithms change. And, you know, there's people right now that are building huge businesses on Instagram and other other technologies. But my message has always been never neglect proven lead generation lead generation methods of the past and lead generation constantly has to become an evolution in this industry because the 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 truth is today in today's marketplace you have to go through more more people you have to probably go through five times the people to get the results that you got even 15, 20 years ago. Okay, we, you've always had to go through a lot of people. We're always looking for the right people at the right time in their life. But because so many people have entered the industry and not gotten the direction and support that they needed, they have not been taught the right wisdom of the ages, concepts, principles, and ideas, never been really given a blueprint of here's where you are and here's where you're going and I'm going to help you get there. And for many, many factors, we're in a situation where we have to expose our products and our opportunity to more people than we ever have in history, and that number has continually grown more and more and more over the years. That's why at this point, with all our lead generation programs, we teach people to learn it, master it, and outsource it. Let somebody else do it so you can learn another idea. Learn it, master it, outsource it. Learn it, master it, outsource it. That's how you generate massive amounts of leads for your business to find the three to five people a year that want it as bad as you want it, that understand that it has to be based upon duplication, not personality, and you find three to five people like that a year for three years, you're a superstar, not just in your company, but in the entire industry. That's the game. That's the game. That game is never going to change. The only thing that's really changed over the last 10, 15 years from when Don Fela wrote his book in 1981 where it says you must teach Joe how to teach Sally to teach George. And I'm not sure that it's Joe, Sally, and George. I don't really remember the names. But he he laid it out, the secret to network marketing success in 1981. And the only thing that's really changed since 1981, because the the industry in the in the late 90s tried to do things quicker, faster, and easier and take shortcuts, and we got away from the wisdom of the ages principles on which this industry was founded upon, 
and a lot of really good people came in the industry and left because they were not getting the proper direction. Because of all those factors, we as an industry today have to go through more people than we've ever gone through before. But that's not a that's not an, a real issue if you understand, learn, master, outsource, and don't get dependent upon one social media platform to build your business. So when we look at the six people, guys, we see Mr. or Miss Lovable, Mr. or Miss Elvis, Mr. or Mrs. Money Motivated, Mr. or Mrs. Credibility, Mr. or Miss Personal Development, and Mr. and Miss Social Media. I love all these people because we can learn from all of them, even if it's what not to do. I'm fascinated by these six different types of people we see in the industry. Honestly, the Elvises make me want to puke, and I don't understand the money-motivated people. I I just don't get it. Um, And again... I don't have a problem with people that are money motivated because money ultimately, ultimately money will make you more of what you already are. If you're a good person, you'll, you'll be very charitable once you have the money. Uh, if you're a little bit stingy, you'll be, you'll, you'll squeak when you walk, when you get the money. So money in and of itself is not the root of all evil. It's the love of money. Money does a, does a lot of good for a lot of organizations. Where would big brothers and big sisters be and feed the children? And the list goes on and on without the money to support worthwhile organizations and charities. So I I believe as human beings, it's almost our responsibility as human beings to make as much money as we possibly can. And I also believe that your income is in direct proportion to the value that you provide, the long-term value to the market that you serve. I believe that. So money-motivated people don't bother me. It's the greed, greedy, greed people, the greedy people that do, the people that would rip off their own family members in order to get a bigger yacht. That's what I don't understand. But that's the six different types of people in the industry. I believe that – If you have an Elvis in your company that is making everybody sick when they walk on stage talking about themselves and trying to say, it's not about me, which I've seen in multiple companies, multiple people over the years. See, some of you think, well, you're talking about so-and-so. I don't remember you speaking at our event, Dale. No, it's just, you know, and, and some of you thank goodness. I mean, you can identify. You have the Mr. and Ms. Lovables, the, the Mr. and Ms. Elvis that don't even know that that's their motivation, that think that it's not. They think they're the opposite of that. Uh, that, you know, every time they walk on stage, everybody throws up a little bit in their mouth when they walk up there because they don't want to have to listen to it again. Uh, you have people that are money motivated. And again, there's nothing wrong with being money motivated. It's the greed people. And you do have some greed people in your company. You definitely have Mr. and Mrs. High Credibilities in your organization at the top of any company in this industry. You have the Mr. and Mrs. Personal Development. We should have a lot more than we do, but they're there. Uh, and you have the, 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 
Mr. and Ms. Social Media. So I, I'm saying as an up-and-coming leader in this industry or an existing leader in this industry, if you're already at this, you know, you should already be at, on your way to six figures. And, 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 and I'm encouraging you to identify these people and to be very careful who you listen to. See, I, I think there's a lot of good people, good people on the right track that have tried to find the shortcuts instead of staying true to the five core fundamentals of this business along with personal development and personal growth. You take the five cores plus for personal development, personal growth, you'll build an empire. And for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, when I say five cores, you can go to mlmhelp.com, do a search for five cores in the search box, and there's a webinar that will explain it. So that's the six type of people. And the last thing I would ask you as we end this is, which one are you? Which one are you? I say, well, Dale, which one's the best one? There is no best. There's only pinnacle leadership. Every network marketer, every network marketer, every leader should have the go to become a pinnacle leader, the top of top, to maximize your leadership potential so you can help others who can help others who can help others. Again, you can read the transcript if you would like it, pinnacle, P-I-N-N-A-C-L-E, pinnaclemlmleadership.com. For this industry to fulfill its potential, And again, I see worldwide a entrepreneurial revolution after thirty plus years in this industry. I believe that network marketing should be dominating this. I mean, no questions asked. If you want to become an entrepreneur. The network marketing profession is the obvious choice. Those of us that have been around the industry for a while and we understand the upside potential from a time and money standpoint totally get that. The world should. Why doesn't the world? Because we shortcut it. We tried to shortcut it. We tried to make it about recruiting and appealing to mediocrity in people instead of inspiring greatness. So I hope you find this interesting – this information on this particular podcast interesting. I hope it stimulates thought and as always, I hope it stimulates action. Uh, I appreciate you plugging into this session I look forward to talking with you again on session number six. If you have not yet left us a positive, truthful review on iTunes, all you got to do, take two minutes right now. We're finishing up here. Go over to iTunes.com, type in No Fluff MLM, Dale Calvert. You'll see this podcast come up. Leave us 
a truthful review. Uh, you know, we don't we don't need to continue this one sided relationship at this point. You know, I, I would appreciate uh, your input and your response. Uh, thank you, guys. Have an awesome, awesome day. Uh, I look forward to speaking with you again on our next session. Thank you for tuning in to the No Fluff MLM Leadership Training Podcast. To download the show notes for this episode, you can find them under the podcast section at www.mlmhelp.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence.